Welcome to Sky Women. I'm your host, Dr. Carolyn Moyers, a wife, mom, and board-certified OB-GYN. This is a place to educate, empower, and inspire. Join us each week as we share the power of women's stories. Real women, real stories, real inspiration. Put on your stretchy pants. Let's get going. Welcome to another episode of Sky Women. Welcome back, ladies. If you haven't subscribed to the episode already, please go and subscribe. Give us a review if you enjoy and share with a friend who could benefit. Today we have with us Mallory Craycroft. She is a women's health and wellness expert. She is coaching women of all stages. And I'm just so pleased to have another fellow ob with me who shares this, this joy of helping empower women in their lives. Yeah. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yes. So tell us a little, you're a full-time ob Yeah. You also are trained in functional medicine and you also have this passion to help women live and love their life. Yeah, absolutely. It's been a long journey for me. I've been practicing OBGYN for about nine years and just over the last couple of years have felt like I would have women come into my office and say like, Hey, can you fix my hormones? My hormones feel off. And when you really start digging into it, you find that either their moods are really struggling. They feel depressed or anxious, or like they're more emotional than they're used to being. Maybe their hair is falling out. Maybe they can't sleep or they're waking up all the time. They have joint pain. They have fatigue, you know, all of these different things. And they say, Hey, can you run a quick blood panel? And I was finding myself saying, yes, I can. And it probably will not help you, you know, because from a physician training, we just really aren't trained to dig into some of these deeper issues that really get into the whole part of the woman. You know, how is your brain working? How is your thought? How are your thoughts working? How is your physical wellness? How is your nutrition? How's your sleep? How is your, how are your relationships? Like there's so much more to a woman than your thyroid is normal, you know? So I've started God to do bless your hormones are off. Yes. You know? yes. And your they probably are. Yeah. 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 But we just can't totally measure those in the traditional ways. So I think I really wanted to add more, you know, I found myself having these patients that I wanted to send them somewhere. Like, how can I help you? And then I can't help them and there's no one to send them to. And I realized like, I'm going to be that person. I'm going to be that person that you know, they call their doctor and their doctor says, well, I can't help you, but I know who can Mallory Craycraft can. And so, so I started adding on wellness coaching and then have some sort of bigger plans in the future of how I can kind of bring this all together and hopefully help, help women truly get to the bottom of what's going on and truly start to feel better. I love that idea because I do think that a well woman visit could easily be an hour because there's so much to unpack in that visit, right? Um, There's so much, so many layers and complexity to our well-being as a woman. Yes. I think another good example is you've, you've had this as an OBGYN, you know, where, where women will come in and say on their way, you know, I'm, I finished their well woman exam and I'm walking out the door and they say, oh, by the way, my sex drive is a little bit low. Could you help me? And I totally respect it because it's so important, but women don't value how complex they are. Like sex drive is a perfect example of how complex we are as humans, as women, you know, there's a physical component, there's a desire component, relationship, our overall health, our overall brain wellness, you know, so much of it goes into that one tiny symptom and it's not fair to women to be like, oh, you know, you should probably just get a vibrator or something, you know, like it's, there's so much to it. And I want to be able to dig into those things. And the current 
medical structure, you know, of my OBGYN clinic just doesn't really allow me the opportunity to dig in and go into the, this conversation and then to have much less have the follow-up and say, how are you doing? How can we tweak this more? Oh, absolutely. I think the current insurance model makes that very challenging because that piece is not valued. So this is something that right. patients are, have to seek elsewhere. And they're oftentimes being preyed on, in my opinion. They're not getting yeah. the care that they need. They're being sold based yeah, on insecurities. Yeah, pellets. Yeah. Yes. You know, yes. and, and there may be a position, there is a place for women to take testosterone. So, Correct. you know, talk to your doctor. But I think that it is not a cure-all either. You know, if someone Correct. says, hey, my sex drive has really been struggling. Oh, you need testosterone. That is way oversimplifying things for women. And I value women too much to do that. Like, no, 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 no. I'm going to dig into this and really see how we can help you. Oh, I agree. hundred percent. Yes. So you've got some big plans, but currently you are sharing all the wellness information on Instagram. Where else can others find you? Right now it's on my Instagram and my website. So my Instagram is Mallory Craycroft MD, M-A-L-L-O-R-I-E-C-R-A-C-R-O-F-T-M-D. And on my Instagram, primarily I'm I'm right now focusing on this wellness component because I do feel like it's not talked about enough. You know, people will say I don't feel good and they say, why? Well, well, it could be any number of things. How are your relationships? And so I on my Instagram account primarily, I divide it into six wellness pillars. And I didn't invent these, but people look at them differently. Some people use five, six, seven, and, and there, there's some change, but I use six primarily intellectual, which is like, how are you bringing information into you? Do you, how, what are you reading? What podcasts are you listening to? How are you responding to that information, but also your career and your creative endeavors. And then there's physical wellness, which is what it sounds like, how your body is working for you. Emotional wellness is how are your emotional responses? So are you lashing out? Are you feeling depressed or are your emotional responses what you would want them to be? Spiritual wellness is that in tuneness with your inner knowing or your deepest self and also with the universe and, and whatever belief structure you put on that. Environmental wellness is, is how we interact with our surroundings and how we use our surroundings to support us in our other goals. And then social wellness is our relationships. So I dig into that a lot on my Instagram account. And then I also have a website that's upliftforher.com. And that's where I offer my wellness coaching. So women can come work with me one-on-one and I like the wellness pillars because it's a good starting point for someone who says like, I don't know, I just want to feel better. It gives us a way to kind of break down objectively and say, well, how's this part of your life? How's this part of your life? And then also help us target, how can we help you feel the best, the quickest? And it's usually by identifying either where you're the weakest or where you're the strongest sometimes. And how can we grow that area that you're already feeling strong to help you feel overall well in general? So that's my wellness coaching side as well. I love that. So you're bringing in all of your wealth of knowledge for women as an OB-GYN, but also this functional medicine component and coaching. And you and I have both gone through coaching. Tell everyone like your take on coaching. I think there's just so much benefit to it. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think that I didn't really know. I knew what coaching was. I don't know, maybe in the last three to five years, I started following the life coach school podcast and was like, what? <laughs> Some of those things are like hugely eye-opening. Yes. And then there's another life coach whose name is Jody Moore. And she does another big podcast. She was trained in life coach school. So I started learning some of the principles of it, 
But about a year ago or so, I had sort of a little bit of a mini crisis and thought, I have got to figure out what to do. My brain is just spinning all the time, trying to figure out how I can feel better. And I wasn't, I wouldn't say I was depressed or even anxious, but I was just constantly looking, knowing there's like that nag, you know, just feeling like I needed to do something different and and how to make that happen. And so I, on a whim, went back to a Facebook post that someone had posted about coaching was like, what was that thing about coaching for doctors and found this program, which is where Carolyn, you and I met, but yes, this coaching program for, for female physicians called empowering women physicians. And on a whim, like I looked at the website for three minutes, I paid the money and signed up and I really had no clue what I was getting, what you were getting into. Yeah, (laughs) no, but it was so transformative for me to see mostly there was a lot of group coaching components. So we would see other doctors like you go through this coaching with the coaches. And I started to learn that we have more power and more control over our thoughts than, than I recognized. And I started to bring that into wellness coaching, which is, I see myself as a little bit of a meld of, of life coaching, but also life coaching with specific focus on these aspects of our wellness. So for me, that's been a really nice structure because otherwise I think sometimes women don't know even where to begin. They just say like, I don't know, something's off. And so this gives me, I've, I really liked that framework, but so it's a little bit of life coaching, but, but from a wellness coaching standpoint and for the coaching that I, I still see a coach and it's been really helpful. I have a history of depression too, you know, years ago saw, have been to many therapists over the years off and on. And I think that's one of the questions people have like, well, wouldn't I just go to a therapist? And for me, it's something so different. Like my therapist was really important for my depression and that type of training that they had to help me figure out also thought work, you know, and also to dig into the moods and to really help pull out of that. And that was one of the ways that I don't have depression anymore. I've been really happy with it because I learned through the therapist And the coaches, I feel like can have more of a niche where they can really help coach you on a specific thing. Not all of them do have a niche, but right now I have a business coach and have a coaching group that I go to, to kind of talk more about just the general issues. And I think that there are some coaches who talk about money and who talk about health and weight loss and you name it, there's a coach who talks about it. But I think with that, they can help you dig into the specifics of their expertise with regard to your thought work. Whereas a therapist is more like focusing on thought work from a mental illness standpoint. I don't, I think there are some therapists who could coach you through money or who could could coach you through your wellness, but for a lot of them, their expertise is mental illness, you know, so Mm -hmm. they focus on that. Whereas some of the rest of us who are coaching in other ways are coaching with our set of expertise and specifically thought work. So someone who is struggling with depression, severe thoughts of of suicide, or can't get out of bed in the morning, they should see a therapist. They shouldn't see a life coach. They could see both. Right. So they need that psychiatrist on board. Yeah. Yes. They don't need the life coach instead of the other, instead of the therapist. So I do see it as, as some overlap, but, but also a lot of separation there. Right. But I think it is empowering to challenge us, to challenge us to, to realize that we have a lot of power over our thoughts instead of, well, it's just the way I am or like, and, and challenging what thoughts are true and, yes. or, you know, what's fact and what's just the thoughts and feelings I'm having around it. Right. And when you really, really break it down, there's very few things that are just sheer fact. 
Absolutely. And I heard a psychiatrist say one time when he was talking about thought work and he said, there was this moment of realization that his patients have, which is, you mean, I don't have to believe every thought that comes into my head. And no, you don't. But that's that can be really novel for some people. I think a lot of people yeah. are like coaching. Why would I need a coach? Like, right. I already know what I need to do. But yeah. then why aren't you doing it? Like what's getting in your way? And I think that a lot of people don't recognize that their thoughts do not represent ultimate fact, right? Like if I think I'm too tired to do that today, is that a fact? Like anyone who's been pregnant and has still managed to do what they needed to do during a day knows that no matter how tired you feel, actually you can get out of that chair. I remember feeling that at the end of both of my pregnancies of just like, I physically cannot stand up from this chair one more time. And yet we do it. So there is that thought about it that, that we think like, oh no, this is true. But as you learn how to start questioning that and say, well, is it? Could there be something else that's also true? And I think that's really important to understand too. I think some people see coaching as like lying to yourself, you know, like, Mm -hmm. well, you just had that thought. Why wouldn't you listen to that thought? Like here you are just bringing in other thoughts. That's not authentic. That's not, that's lying. And I think that's huge, hugely important. Like if I think to myself, I'm a unicorn, that's lying (laughs) because it's not true. But if I think to myself, two truths, like, I am a doctor. I am a mom. Those are things are both very true. I just get to determine which thought I use for that lens of whatever I'm trying to do. So when I'm taking care of patients, I often focus on the lens of I am your physician. I am here as a physician role. Sometimes as a physician, I step outside and I see them through the, through the eyes of a fellow mom, you know, (laughs) and that can be really powerful too, because I can say like, oh, in my experience, I've been through this. So we are very capable of having more than one thought at a time, but we get to choose which one takes the lead. And that's where coaching is so beneficial because we can get called out and say, why are you using that thought that is causing this domino effect of not what you want? If what you want is over here, then use the thought that's going to have a domino effect down to that destination. It's just like if you picture two waterfalls and you send something down the waterfall, you want the item to go down this branch of the waterfall. Well, then you have to send it down that branch. You can't like send it down the other branch and hope that it just ends up at the right place magically. So our thoughts are very, very powerful that way. Yes. Yeah. I think that our thoughts can really, we can go into a dark, deep place, right? And that if our thoughts aren't serving us, right? Then then we need to let go. We need to abandon them. (laughs) Yes. I think a good example of this, you can see it a lot with Instagram and how so many moms, you know, the, the, so many moms feel so much pressure to do what they're seeing on Instagram. So recently it's been the pumpkin patch photos, right? Everyone, everyone saw the perfect little kids at the pumpkin patch. And then they feel like they're not a good mom because they didn't take their kids to the pumpkin patch. Mm -hmm. That right there is a damaging thought that can seem it's masquerading as a constructive thought, like I should be a good mom, like those moms. That's a good thought, right? But look, look at the downstream, like look where the domino cascade gets you, where it gets you is feeling like I'm not good enough. My kids are somehow missing out. I am less than, and that creates this negative emotional cascade for me, which then causes chronic stress and ends up talking to your gynecologist about your hair falling out, right? Like (laughs) it's this downward downward cascade where if we go back to the beginning and we change the thought to, I am so happy those moms had such a fun time at the, at the pumpkin patch. 
I am also so happy that I'm sitting here playing with blocks on my carpet with my kid in our warm house, right? Like that has a totally different cascade than why can't I be that, that type of mom? So if we, that's where the coaching and wellness coaching is a big part of that. That's where we can start seeing like, we want to get you where you want to be. I don't decide where you want to be. You decide where you want yes. to be. Yeah. And then I help you kind of see which cascade are you trying to follow here and recognize which cascade is leading you astray. Oh, I love that. I mean, I think that that women with such little, truly such little effort or interjection, I feel like can really see their own power. And yes. that's, what, that's what you're offering in your coaching is allowing them to reflecting to them their own power and just enabling them to make the choices to go the direction they want to go. But sometimes just identifying how to get there. Sometimes it feels like, well, like sometimes running my own business, I feel like I cannot make another decision. Should I do yes. blue or white on this monogram? I yes. don't know. Yes. <laughs> you yeah, know, totally. Somebody else tell me what to do. Sometimes like in our mom brains, we're spinning like that. We're just on overload, right? And so, so to have somebody to just kind of help you sort out the, the messy closet, right? <laughs> Absolutely. And to start recognizing what is truth and fact and where there can be other truths. I love I love the word and, and that's one of the things that we work on a lot is look for the ands. You are so much more interesting and so much more complex than you give yourself credit for by saying, but, or, or excluding things, you know, sure. you have so many ands, you have so many things about you. Let's strengthen them. Let's look for those truths that are the, the, the multiple truths. You don't have to put yourself in a little box that says I am this, but I'm nothing else. Like it's so limiting for ourselves and it can be really difficult for us to catch ourselves on that. So we need that mirror. We need someone who can, I see my role as someone to reflect back. Like, do you recognize that, that you're doing this and also to educate, to teach them these skills so that they don't need me anymore, you know, so they can graduate and they can sort of create these wellness patterns that will serve them really, really well and be able to kind of put them in that trajectory of what they want. Yeah. Oh, I agree. That's um, beautiful. I think that all women Thank need you. this. Yeah, all women need this. So they can find you on your website, which is www.upliftforher.com. Uplift for her. And that's where, if somebody wants to work with you, that's where they can sign up for coaching, correct? Yes. And they can also subscribe to my mailing list there um, to find out new things coming up. I have a podcast coming up here in the next couple months that, that will be focusing on sort of this everyday approach to wellness, just everyday tips for how we can feel better in our lives without guilt and without shame and without, you know, the negativity, but just truly feel better and also just accepting our lives. And then I have some courses coming out in the spring that I'm really excited about. So join that mailing list. So you'll find out when, when those things are available. That's exciting. I'm going to go sign up for the mailing list now. What awesome. courses are you offering? So the first ones will be based on pregnancy. So there are many courses based on the first part of pregnancy. So you just found out you're pregnant yeah. and then the end of pregnancy, sort of getting ready for delivery and then postpartum. Oh, exciting. Okay. Yeah. I think That's it'll be really fantastic. good. Fantastic. Okay. Yeah. On, on the topic of uh, just wanting to feel better. Yeah. I will tell you that after I was a month, um, since I had done a 24 hour shift and yeah. I kept thinking, why am I so effing tired? Yeah. And then I remember that Amy Shaw wrote the book. Yeah. I'm so effing yeah. tired. Yeah. <laughs> yep. 
And I immediately went and downloaded it. And I'm like, mind blown. I need to do yeah. a mom minute on this because she puts it together so beautifully. So yeah. Good. And I've started incorporating a couple of those small little things in terms of the circadian fasting, it's huge. Uh, nature walk every day, getting my tea in, you know, and just yeah. subtle little changes. And I don't feel so effing tired anymore. <laughs> well, no. And I think I'm so glad you said that because I think sometimes when we hear about these wellness strategies, it's really easy for people to be like, yeah, but I really need something big. Like I really need something real to change, to feel better. And sometimes some of the words, some of the things that we talk about, like circadian fasting, but also, you know, light exposure, she talks about a little yes. bit and, yes. and ways to protect our sleep and get adequate sleep. And, yes. you know, there, I mean, there's, there's so many different things that we can do that are little and they're free and they don't take any extra time. Like you can incorporate them into your daily life. One of the really crazy things that is actually really powerful that a lot of people don't know, but, and it seems like just insanity is to look at your food before you eat it. So part of this is, it seems so silly, but when you look at food, your body triggers into our parasympathetic or our rest and digest response. So it changes the acid balance in our stomach. So literally prepares our body to, to process the food that we're putting in. And it, it, it improves metabolism and it improves our digestion. So we don't feel so fatigued after we eat. It can decrease reflux and heartburn. Like there are so many little things like that, that are like, just look at your food to 30 seconds, 30 seconds, and then chew your food well. And there are physiologic responses. So there's so many things like that, that they're little and they're tiny. Yeah. But when you start knowing how to use your body to the best way possible, you can feel amazing. And I feel so passionate about this for mostly for my fellow moms of little kids, because I just see so many of them saying like, this is as good as it gets, I guess. This is the stage of my life. This is the 20 years of my life that I feel like garbage. Like, no, yeah. your body can handle this, yeah. but you're, you have to feed it. You have to give it the right things yeah. and you have to give it the right processes and you can feel better. You can feel amazing. Yes. And I think letting go of the guilt actually prioritizing yourself is yeah. kind of a big piece of that, right? Because that time of life, because I'm in the thick of it, you're in the thick of it. It is yeah. a mentally, emotionally, physically taxing time. <laughs> yes, it totally is. Yeah. And I think there is that tension and I'm always, I always want to be careful when I'm talking to moms because it's really easy to be, it's really easy for them and me, because I've been there to listen to that and be like, uh, I mean, it sounds good, but like, when do you want me to do this? Literally, I will write down my to-do list for today. I will write down my kids' schedules and you tell me when I'm supposed to focus on myself, much less the guilt and the shame of focusing on myself physically. How do you expect me to do that? And I just want to say it can be done. It can be done and we can help figure out what works for you and your schedule. But I know it is tricky. And the best parts are if we can find the ways that are really easy, really, really easy. And they go right into the flow of your regular schedule. So it's not, I mean, there are things like exercising for 30 minutes a few times a week. That's never going to go away. That's always going to be a good idea. <laughs> right. And it's always going to be difficult to find that time as a busy working mom. And, and right. that's part of the thought work is figuring out how to prioritize yourself. But it's not all that. A lot of what we do is what you should be teaching your kids anyway. It's, mm -hmm. it's how we should use our bodies on a regular basis mm -hmm. so that they do feel better. And those are good things and they're easy. They're easy to employ. So I don't want, I don't ever want people to get turned off by talking about this because they're like, 
literally do not add one more thing to my to-do list, you know? <laughs> totally, totally. Well, sometimes it's that we need to subtract things from our to-do yes. list, right? Like yeah. we we really kind of need to take that inventory. Um, and yeah. I think just being more intentional makes a huge difference, but that's easier said than done. And so sometimes having someone, out, an outside perspective into your life, right? Is yes. kind of eye-opening. You're like, oh, I just opened the window and yeah. Maybe I don't need all that. Yes, exactly. And that's one of the first things we do in wellness coaching is, is I have a graph and there's a circle in the middle with lots of spokes off to the sides. And the circle in the middle is what do you want? Who do you want to be? What do you want your life to look like? Because if you don't figure that out, then you're just following everyone else's courses and you're going to end up where they are and where they want to be. Like, that may not be where you want to be. That may not be who you want to be. So embrace your individuality and focus on that center bubble of who do you want to be? What do you want out of your life? And then we build this whole wellness plan around it so that you can really end up where you want to be. And if that includes, you don't want to have kids, you want to be a busy executive. Great. We'll do that. If you want to be a stay-at-home mom, great. We'll figure it out. If you want to be a working mom, great. We'll figure it out. But if you're following the tips intended for the person who is the opposite of you, like that's just inefficient. It's not, it's not going to be very helpful to you. Mm, I love what you just said. It it is about being intentional and and knowing yourself and what you want to be instead of following somebody else's mold, right? We do this a lot in physician training where you do it this way and then you do it this way and then you do it that way. And so that when you're done and you're in the model of what was created and you're told this is the way it's supposed to be and you're like this is it you know to dream outside the box it almost feels like it's wrong because you've had to do what everybody else tells you to do and so I think that it's a really novel idea to really own your authenticity and have the courage to live life on your terms and I do think it's something that that most of us haven't spent the time and it doesn't take a lot of time but to really hone in on that. And I, I like your example of being a physician because, you know, I became the type of physician I am because of watching other people, you know, in residency, we follow, follow, follow. We follow all these other doctors and right. we pick up little things from them. And I can still remember there are phrases or explanations that I use with patients that I remember the person I heard and was like, Ooh, I like the way you explain that. I'm going to steal that. But yes. more so the longer I practice and the more I interact with patients, the more I catch myself saying, saying something and then being like, oh, I love that. I'm going to remember to use that because that, that explained it so concisely and so clearly. And so if I just only did it the way that someone else always told me to do it, I'm not being me, I'm being them. But instead I get to be the parts of me that I learn, the parts of me that I took from someone else, the parts of me that were just part of me all along. Like there's magic in that. And that's what I want yes. for women is to feel like they are swelling in this amazing version of themselves. Yes. To let go of the shoulds and really yes. own their authenticity. Yes. I love yeah. it. I love it. Yeah. yeah. Well, ladies, this has been such a treat for everyone. Dr. Craycroft, thank you so much for joining us. You can oh, find her at Mallory Craycroft. Uh, MD on Instagram or on her website at upliftforher.com. So go check her out. Thanks thank for you so us. much. It's been so fun to be here. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. All right, Sky community. Thank you for listening to another episode. This episode was sponsored by Sky Women's Health. As a reminder, we're in the Dallas-Fort Worth area and we help relieve back pain and pelvic pain in pregnancy and beyond. 
If you are pregnant and having pain and you feel like you have no reliable way to relieve it, look us up at skywomenshealth.com, request an appointment, and we'll call to get you scheduled. As a board-certified OB-GYN with a Neuromusculoskeletal Medicine Fellowship, I help you realign with hands-on drug-free treatment and relieve pain on the spot without medication. We'll help you maintain these results through your pregnancy and postpartum period. Every pregnant person deserves this, and we are so excited to serve you. You can find us on our website, as mentioned, or on social at Sky Women's Health, or you can call the office at 817-915-9803. That's it for today. Until next week, be well.